Got myself a crying talking, sleeping, walking, living. Living doll! Got to do my best to please her, just cause she's a living. Living doll! Welcome back to Range Anxiety, and thank you there to Vivian Bastard and uh, Cliff Richie for that introduction. <laughs> I'm getting laughter as I do from the passenger seat. Did you like um, my vocal uh, compilation there, Paul? Uh, no. No, but hey, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, babe. It's me, hey, your living doll. Yeah. <laughs> Satisfies my soul. <laughs> no, well, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah. That was Vivian Bastard, and then further on in the track, that's from the young ones, for everyone that doesn't know, 80s. Hit TV series from the BBC. He goes, watch this button for, and presses it. He goes, boom, from the background. He's always blowing things up. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that bit per se, but I do remember their voices were pretty ordinary, and I think you nailed oh, it. I nailed that. You're more like Neil Pyatt. I don't know why he's got a voice <laughs> like that. Give me some mushrooms. That's it. Yeah, so great, great track and great intro, and Cliff Richard, great man. Great wide, show. wide for sound. Yeah. Top yep. guy, and uh, anyway, enough Still of the young kidding. ones. But were you um, like a fuckwit when you were young? What do you mean, young? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, know, I know you are now. But... If you ask the wife, probably this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah, everyone was, surely. You know, you just did that dumb ass shit, and you thought it was cool. I just thought it might have been hereditary, because I've noticed a bit about my kids. Um, you yeah. know, they're, it's, um, it's kids, though, isn't it? Young, young, yeah, young punks. Yeah, because they know a lot more than us. Well, they we do. were never young, remember? That's right. We were never young, we and they know, know more than us. But they will never realise how to mess up a car and make it a total heap of shit like us. Now I know we've spoken yeah. about this before, haven't we? And yeah. it was like you know yep. all sorts of things, but. Um, we're going to go into one facet today that you and I discussed. Some of our, our more memorable, stupid mess-ups. And I think I think breaks were one of the things, right? Yes. Now, when yep. we were talking about it yesterday, you came up with this great story. There were two stories, actually, that involved breaks. Yeah, both of them were with previous cars of mine yep. that were, let's just say, I was young and stupid. But you had, yeah, but you had battery accidents. You were like Elon mm. before his time. <laughs> Yeah, I had a I had a battery flip over due to say a poor mounting. Well, let's just say I probably didn't have it mounted. Right. And it, it tipped and it actually pulled the um, positive cable, shorted it. But what were you actually doing? Elaborate. Uh, I was just driving along on a corrugated road, so it was dirt roads here yeah. in Australia. Shit, dirt. Paul, how's on, crew chief? Dirt track rider. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stunt driving on the yep. way to the drags. These corrugations were horrendous. Back, this is how long ago this was. We would have both been young. Drags, Virginia. Oh, really? Yeah, used to be dirt to get out there from the in-laws' place. Oh, yeah, okay, you were yeah, coming yeah. through the back. Yeah, okay, yep. uh, back, back entrance as usual. Yeah, battery is tipped over, shorted itself out, yep. welded itself to a metal tube that it used to run past to get past the exhaust and not, right. not get hot. That, in turn, welded to a brake line right. momentarily. Then it burnt through that brake line. Yeah. <laughs> then I had no brakes. I was still doing, uh, well, corrugated roads. Sometimes, you know, you go faster. Yeah. You sort of just skip along the top. Yeah, yeah. Than, skimming yeah, like so a rolling stone. Probably you know, going too quick for the situation. Right. And then had no brakes as well. Oh, and flame coming out. You know, you get that flame. What burn? The... Does the brake fluid burn? I don't think the brake fluid did all the plastic lining and sleeve. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Smoke. I hate flame. that the old plastic sleeve on fire <laughs> trick. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shit, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yep. But that, that was one. The other one was just the old, um, with, uh, what do you call them, drum brakes, where they had that little piston. Uh, yeah, like in a the cylinder. Yeah, yeah. Wheel cylinder. Wheel cylinder. Yeah, wheel and cylinder. if you didn't maintain them real good and... Yeah. If you didn't check your brake pad wear, sometimes they push out too far. That's right. Yeah, and I had one basically fail coming down a hill and quite a busy road here in Adelaide. But I just it was just timing. Yeah. Absolute timing. Just straight through the intersection, no stopping. No, no, even any <laughs> sense of retardation. Didn't even no. try and use the... <laughs> no. no, there was a retard <sighs> on board, all right. But he was behind the wheel. But explain to me this, right? We both know a little bit about cars and braking systems and stuff. How does it work when you've got, like, even that old, what was it, some old holding heap of shit? Yep, yep. How does it work when you've got that, that would have had a dual circuit braking system, a dual yeah. circuit master cylinder yeah, on um, it. How is it when you're supposed to, like, when one fails, the front's supposed to keep working, if the rear's fail, whatever. Never works that it, way, does it? It never does. And I think I don't know Euro why. Europeans or Americans, I'm not sure, split it up. Yeah, so you'll diagonals. Get a, yeah, 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 crossways. And I've never seen it actually work in a car. Every time I've had a brake fail, the pedal just goes straight to the floor. Oh, yeah, no, I have seen it. I have seen the diagonal system work. Um, um, remember everyone's favourite uh, Swedish MILF, uh, Streckelsen? He had a... He had a, a <laughs> Sparky or... <laughs> Stippler's mom of the Porsche wrecking yep. scene. Yep. He had a Porsche 911... Um, it had been driven through trees and written off and everything before he sold it as showroom to someone. And that used to break on two diagonal wheels only. Yeah, okay. It was like a card table. Yep. <laughs> you know, just rock around from side to side. That was after the accident. Yeah, um, yeah. I, maybe that's what had the accident in the first place. Um, yep. it, yeah, he had a car that broke diagonally, but I've always had when the brakes go... It, when one when one wheel fails, all the whole circuit Catastrophic. Goes. Yeah, I've always had the same as well. I don't get it. I think... I think there's like maybe maintenance along the way. Well, you're a qualified skipped. mechanic. Surely you know what you're talking about. Yeah, but again, I've just well, when did ABS come in? I think that's a, that wouldn't happen What's anymore. That? <laughs> I reckon well, the first. Yeah. Yeah, hang on, what's the first car that had ABS? I it was an S-Class Merc in the late seventies. Yeah, but that, that's for well, these rich folk. Yeah, well, yeah, S-Class. When, when it have come out on a on a Holden or a oh, Ford Australian eighty? What about VL? Did that have ABS? Mm. I know, v, I don't, I don't reckon. VN, VR, VR. VR, I reckon you'd be VR. around that, that year. It'd be mid-90s then in this country. And that was like virtual reality, actually, driving <laughs> one of those heaps yep. of shit with an Ecotech, wasn't it? Oh, not in the day. Cutting edge. No, even the, even back when the VR was Actually, out, that right. engine when, was shit. When no one knew that was already So you had either had a, a plastic five litre, yep. or what they called a black they were called a black engine, weren't they? Yeah. The, the 304. Yeah. Homologation. Anyone. 4.9 litre. And the Mang Mang. The Ecotec. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. old Buick shitbox. Yeah. At ABS. But do you, I've, I've never had I've never had the brakes fail on a car that's got ABS. No. No, well, that was the thing I was getting at. That's where I don't think from that point onwards, I reckon if you hit the pedal, you'd always have some sort of braking. Wow. Because it's split up from that block. It goes out four different ways. The other ones, there's early cars where it's just one line. It's yeah. like your one gear. It's just one brake and line. And that's their best line. <laughs> that's it. But one, that one line's all it takes for some. Yep. And if it fails, yeah. you get nothing. Right. And, Shit. And back to where we were, young and dumb and stupid. Yeah. What was the first thing you'd mod on your car? It was always about... Gruntage. Gruntage. Next one was about making it look good. 
So yeah. it had to go good, had to look good. Had to be like Little then, Lord. Then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> no one thought about brakes. No. No one thought about handling. No, why would you? Tyres? Yeah, as long yeah. as they were big, it didn't matter. Yeah, as long Biggest as they had a big retread you could get on the set of meats on it. <laughs> That's it. Now, I, I, I had some brakes fail on me. Um, I don't think I've ever told this story in a podcast before, but I used to think, you know, in the 1995, I used to think, I was, this was 94, this happened actually. VR. Yeah, I thought I was a bit of a boy racer, but, you know, I was a bit more fast and furious ahead of my time then. I had a Honda Civic. Oh, as you would. Yeah. Race car. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool, you know. So it was stripped out. Oh, yeah, Lightly. cage, built yeah. engine. I was a good twin cam import. Da 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 da. Yep. It was an SI, um, which we never got here. And I would remember uh, we built some uh, kick ass brakes for it. We put some bigger fronts on it, but it had drum rears only, this yeah. thing. So we put some special competition lightweight frictions in the back of it um you know we really hotted up these drums but what happened is they sort of delaminated after a couple of laps and they allowed the ratchet mechanism to wind the cylinders out so far that or wind the shoes out so far that it popped the cylinders clean out yep the pistons on probably both sides (laughs) and i was coming up towards what they call clubhouse at malala which is about 7,600 RPM in fourth gear, so that 170 kilometres an hour, and went for a bit of a, you always give the brakes a bit of a brush before you do the stab, you know, to make sure you got no knockoff at the front. Yep. Now, I gave my brush and there was just nothing there, so I had about 100 metres before the sand, or 150 metres probably before the sand trap. Jeez, I had a pretty tight sort of arse there, but <laughs> I actually managed to bog it in a sand trap without rolling it, so okay. I was quite happy, and I missed the wall. So what did you do? Just start backing it back? Well, you did have fronts, or they didn't No, work. nothing. This went to the floor. Yeah, okay. What did I do? Started looking for Elvis and asking <laughs> if I could have this, you know, space next to him in, in heaven. Yeah. Because that's definitely where I'm going. Yep, yep, yep. 170 out of k's an hour or off in a, but, you in know, a Honda like, Civic. It was, like, it was light car. It was 710 kilos, I think, yeah. plus me. And, and I was caged. Yeah, and I was only a whippersnapper of a lad back then. What was I, 20, early 20s? So about 100 kilos? No, no, I was quite good looking and sporty back then. Oh, I haven't seen Before I knew you. <laughs> it's when <laughs> I looked like one of the Wiggles, you know, that old photo there. <laughs> yeah, oh, you had a skivvy on. Yeah, under my race suit and um, purple. And, uh, yeah, so I, it just like with the go-kart, you know, when you spin them or you go off, they sort of stop in their own length. Yep. You know, they don't... Yep. This, this car wasn't so heavy. Once it got the sand traffic, it did retard pretty excessively by yeah. itself. So, yeah, I spent the next week cleaning the thing out of all <laughs> and figure out, rip the front front splitter off and, you know, all of that sort of You'd shit. You'd think they would have just danced across the top like a skimming stone, you know? Like, well, I think like, sand traps are meant to catch Yeah, they, they are, but usually require some weight to sink into the sand. Yeah, well, 700 kilos is still yeah, 700 still kilos, 700. plus me, plus fuel. You know, it was up there. It was 800 and something. But talking Malalar, mm. my, my first experience of ever driving on that track was a turbo six-cylinder. Remember turbo that? Turbo six-cylinder what? Truck. <laughs> I had to go around there, do a lap of Malala, and go and pick up one of those Leafly boys. Leaf? A yeah, Leaf? Nissan Leaf? No. Nah. Oh, one of those boys. What sort of car? Was an Evo... Evo 10, 7? Uh, it wasn't a... T- 7-ish. 7-ish, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but track day, we were yeah. all out there. He's picked up a bolt. Oh, yes. Went oh, yes, here, yes. Caught between the rim and the caliper and actually Machined sliced, the rim. Yeah. That happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, because the Brembo style braking Stones. system, no room. There's no room. Stones, for everything. Yeah. We had it happen here to our 33 JDR. It didn't go right through, but there was only like a mill of rim left. Yeah, well, this cut the rims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa- paired it. it was yes. Like a- 
parked there there and swore everywhere. So that was my first lap around Mellow Isle. Well, no, you're, not, you're not missing anything. <laughs> um, yeah. I was just as quick as your Honda, probably. Yeah, probably, Mum, no. Um, but, yeah, like, brakes are a constant problem. And, and even for cars these days, but we'll get on to what the future is shortly. But um, you can give me any new production car that's sub $200,000. Yep. Right? If it's a sub $200,000 car, I can, I can have that brake pedal on the floor at that track within three laps. Yeah. Absolutely on yep. the floor and smoke pouring off the front wheels like the things are on fire because braking systems on cars are normally not up to scratch. For for circuit racing? Yes. But what about just day-to-day -day driving? Well, I mean, yeah. there's, you, know, men, there's... you don't see dead people on the road everywhere on the way <laughs> no, home. There's a lack of no. brakes, do so you? That's what I'm saying. They've improved an enormous amount. Oh, yes. And you can see the evolution from here. Have yeah, well, you can. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's... I got Brembo's on the front. You got, yeah, you got Brembo's. Good boy, Paul. <laughs> but then we can see over to the 35s from here. There's there's some yeah. serious brake packages. Just 35 brakes standard out of the factory. 35 brakes, R35 GDR, three laps. Now yep. pedal yep. on the floor. Yep. And that is a track car. No, it's not. Well, no, it's not. Surely it was marketed as something that could offer spirited driving. What does GT stand for? Um, Gran Turismo. Gran Touring. What does the R stand for? Racing. No. Retard. Retard. <laughs> no. So it's a Gran Tourer with a bit of a racing pedigree. Yeah, yeah. So to make a GDR stop, you've actually got to throw the standard brakes in the bin. Even what's on them from factory. Yeah, I'll have a look at the other track car over here, which is an R35. It's got a four-wheelers set up on it. Yeah. They're a good brake, but not for track. Well... The brakes are small and underdone, and they're not cooled very well, and they're not, and the pad choice is a bit there, and the calipers are not really racing style calipers when you pull them apart. They're they're nice brakes, so but they look pretty. Is that look? They look pretty, and they're nice brakes, but I'm not picking on a GDR. Evos and stuff were worse. I'll, I'll, oh, I remember yours. We're Brembos, we called them Brownbos. Yeah, you a couple of laps, you just black the paint on them. <laughs> They went from red to brown. Yeah. Yeah, from, from being cooked. Yeah, so they get a bit of a suntan on them. So, so what was the fix for that? I uh, put bigger brakes on it. Yeah, that's it. Bigger rotor. Bigger rotor, better caliper, better fluid, um, better um, pad, and try and direct more air or any sort of cooling to them. And, you know, as you know, we mucked around a lot with spraying water on them. Yes, and that was successful. It's very successful. Yeah. Because I copied, um, I copied what a V8 supercar team had done here. Because whenever you are on a street circuit, the brakes run like twice as hot as they do on an open circuit. Yeah. Because in a street walls. circuit, the walls yeah. kill airflow. Yeah. Yeah. People don't get that, but they do. And so one of the teams in the early 2000s that I knew of, they used to inject water straight into the middle of the disc and it comes out through the veins. Yes. And that's what it's we do. sort of... Turns the steam or it turns the steam and the steam does the you know the as, cooling as, as, well yeah that that's that absorbs the temperature yeah takes it away you that, don't that, that was a, a work that, that was a, a situation that was a push beyond the limit of what the factory one was doing but it works yeah and it did work we used that in Target Tasmania too on an R35 and it was quite successful indeed that's a long long well some of the stages were like you know Mount Arrowsmith and stuff like that were like I think forty. 40 kilometres, 50 kilometres. And what had its own tank? It had its own tank. We didn't use washer bottles or anything. We used like a tank in the in the boot or the trunk that had about 10, 12 litres capacity. 
That's a few. Yeah, yeah and so we'd, we'd go on Arrowsmith, for example, you'd go through uh, Kathana or any of the longer stages, you'd go through uh, well over half the tank. Yep. You know, with some big nozzles, but you, you just had to have it speed controlled so that it would work below about 50 or 60 kilometres an hour because then you'd be spraying red hot metal with water and too much water and it wouldn't <laughs> it have would, a chance to evaporate and crack, 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 yeah, crack. Yeah, it would crack instantly. Cool. So it was sophisticated then. It was speed sensed. I used a Pop v switch. No, no, I used a VDO um, a cruise control, like a speed control module. And that did all the smart switching of the pump. So it was an and brake pedal input and speed above a certain adjustable threshold on the module. Yeah. The sprayer started working. And the sprayer was we actually like wash, washable? No, 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 no. The, spray, the, the pumps were, but we even went to bigger pumps or more reliable pumps in the end because they block up and they're not very good. We actually had specially made by NZ here, who are a fitting company. It was like a specially crimped over bent metal tube with a calibrated orifice in the end of it. Yeah. So, you know, you'd use a 1.5 mil or 2 mil drill bit to make your spray amounts. <laughs> yeah. Worked really well. But you couldn't put anything plastic there. Because it had just, well, there'd be nothing yeah, left. Nah, there wouldn't be. There wouldn't be. It worked very, very well. Yeah. And we used a one-way valve to stop the things bleeding out overnight out of a VL Commodore um, uh, wiper washer system. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it had a bit of holding in it. Yeah. Yeah. You always want to when you want something to be good. Yeah, when you, you know, you're thinking of high-level race engineering. Yeah. You want some holding. But that, that's a good thing. Then that worked. Yeah, but... That worked, but didn't you have another break? I mean, you're, you're, it's like you're like the staircase killer where two people got killed almost the same way a decade apart and the guy was allegedly innocent. You've had two failures. I'm not saying you're a killer. <laughs> You've had two failures with brakes that both involved batteries. Was the other one brake-related when we were talking about you were sitting on a bonnet, on a hood? <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't brakes. That was, well, I don't know. That was just stupidity. Yeah. I grew up in Alice Springs. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, my ears rock, everyone. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And it was a sort of a a very, what would you call it, like a Hicks sort of a... Yeah. Bit, bit of a backwater. And, yeah, we went out shooting one night. What were you friends. shooting? Um, Just rabbits. Yeah. There was a real... We had a technique. We had a real good technique. What was the technique? Rabbits. Well, we went to the myxomatosis infection area. Oh, excellent. So <laughs> yeah. they were a little bit slower they than normal. Slower. They, and they didn't look real clever. You know? No, they, they were. They, they were, were just heads up looking around wondering what all that noise was. Yep. Yeah, it was guns going off. But anywho, yeah, we went chasing some rabbits there one night. Mate thought he'd just be funny buggers while we're sitting on the bonnet of a... So you were sitting on the bonnet? On the bonnet of a V8-powered Holden Brougham. HG, HG Brougham. Yeah. Jeez, yep. that's one of the worst. Was it cho chocolate brown? No, it was a blue colour. Oh, that's that ugly too. fancy trim that looked yeah. like it was on Nana's Lounge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. What an ugly car. But he, he'd gone flat out through the scrub chasing yeah. some rabbits. And where do rabbits live? In holes. Rabbit warrens. Yeah. And so we found the rabbit warren when we were about halfway through it. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah, not bogged per se, but all four wheels were in holes. Right. Yeah, we spent probably a good hour. It's the middle of the night. This is early hours of the morning, getting this thing out of this freaking hole. Yeah, yeah. dug it out. Well, lifting it. I was going to say, you wouldn't have had a poo shovel on a HG Brower. <laughs> no, no. We, no. We weren't, we're road rooter. We weren't a road rooter. You weren't road rooting. Nah, but we managed to get it out of there, and we all hopped on board and drove off and got about 100 metres. And again, another situation where the battery had tipped over. Tipped over. Yeah, didn't cook, didn't rattle any brakes or anything. This one mm. just shit itself. Just right. Up. So it wasn't a brake, but 
if we had better brakes, we may not have ended up in the rabbit warren. That's the only way right. I could see. You have a lot of trouble with car electrics, don't you? Yeah, that, I don't drive an EV. But. I was going to say, you probably <laughs> you probably should never own a Tesla. Yeah, but it, maybe it'll go on its head there. I don't know. If you go full electric, maybe that's the trick. See, I've only dabbled in it half-arsed, you know. Well, well not using a battery clamp, I suggest, yeah. is a bit half-arsed. Now you know why the scrutiny is that any, even club-level racing you do, check that your battery's clamped down properly. Yeah. It is a must, people. <laughs> Otherwise, it falls over and all sorts of bad yeah. shit happens. But this, this is that thing about being young and dumb. You got a battery. <sighs> Who needs a clamp? It's a battery. Yeah, you, you've just spent hundred bucks on a battery. You don't need no ten dollar clamp. No, that's right. <laughs> got time for that? Yeah. So no, that's yeah. I, I don't think you should have EVs. So the future of brakes. You know what the best brakes are? Yes. I no do. brakes. No. Oh, brakes. I was about to the say best that. Brakes are no brakes. I've driven that Tesla, and it is a good. Thing to sort of try and I've got these big, I've got these big discs and four spot calipers and everything on this Model 3 yep. and I never use them. So, so you, with the lifting of the foot and the coming down on speed of the car yeah. is purely retarded so it's purely motor. There's like no, a dyno. Yeah there's no brakes used. No. Nah. These pads should last the lifetime of the vehicle. They get well I, I don't know of anyone that's ever replaced them other than if they're upgrading for track work or something. Yeah, okay. yeah, they never wear brakes out but there's some small startup, or not a small startup, but some Chinese manufacturer that's making a little city car and it doesn't have brakes at all. Yeah, it's just cool. full regen. Yep, yep. It's emergency. Well, it'll have a pedal yeah. and it'll be what they call blended braking, which is what like the Leaf has, so that it'll as uh, it'll do the first part of the braking by regen and then if you really stand on it, it'll pull you, the calipers in as well. You straight away we've got a situation. It, when feels it, dumb, it feels dumb as shit when you're driving it. It's nowhere near as good as this setup yeah. where... It's it's more tactile, but yeah, when a little city car like that that's probably speed limited to eighty or ninety k's an hour, you'll be able to slam the brakes, and the motor should be able to you know get, basically lock it up and do the ABS, do everything because that, that the is, motor control. That is always going to be a thing. What Emergency is? braking still yeah. has to be there, so you could never not have brakes. You should see if I put full demand on that hub dyno, how hard it can drag like a thousand horsepower into the ground. Yeah, it okay. will drag it down and stall it out within a couple of seconds. The hub dyno. Yeah. yeah. So the size of the retarders. Hence why it's got that big leg yeah. sticking out the front. But you know, dynos can retard and pull cars back like you wouldn't believe yeah. using, you know, electricity. Yeah. In so, a scary way? Too well, much light. Yeah, well, it's scary if you don't know what you're doing on the dyno. But uh, on, obviously, you negate the need for a hydraulic system. You negate the need for an ABS control system. Yep. That's all software and motor control yep. that looks at the wheel speeds and stops lockups. Yep. You simplify the car. You don't have any lines that 12-volt batteries can burn through. Yeah. It's a bloody good idea, isn't it? It is. It is a good idea. And but it's it's actually only the last few years that I actually like brakes now. I never used to really enjoy them. That's I've, because you drive a two-ton car with 700 <laughs> horsepower. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was never a thing. Like we were saying, when you're younger, it was never really a thing. But now, braking's like, as I told you the other day about yeah. Mr Mudge, a good friend of mine. He used to like his brakes just as much as he liked his go pedal. Yeah. It was that much fun. What did he like his brakes as much as he liked his pizza? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, possibly not. No. no. Although it did get him to the, what do you call it, the pizzeria very Yeah, quickly. exactly. I remember and, the car. Yeah, it was a, it was very swift. Yeah. And he was the very first person I knew that would talk up the brakes more than the power of his car. Well, he drove a, a Falcon, so I can understand that. <laughs> but look, that is obviously a topic for another time because we have come 
that we will cover Mudge in some detail. Yeah, we should. That is a topic for another Epicast. Look, thank you for um, uh, uh, coming in today because you're going away again for a while now. And <sighs> this is a really nice Sunday session. So tomorrow you're on the boat or wherever it is you go back yeah. to the Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mudgy? Yep. And uh, look, thanks for coming in. Pleasure.